0: Carly Hampshire, and I'll be reading the research article titled The Mitigated Carbon Emissions of Transitioning to Virtual Medical School and Residency Interviews, a survey based study by me, Carly Hampshire, Lawrence Wong, Hugh Shirley, Valerie Kakagian, Elizabeth Yates, Sherry Weiser, Misha Rosenbach, Kevin Lang, and Ariane Tehrani. The abstract is as follows Purpose. Prior to COVID, thousands of medical school and residency applicants traversed their countries for in-person interviews each year. However, data on the greenhouse gas emissions from in-person interviews is limited. This study estimated greenhouse gas emissions associated with in-person medical school and residency interviews and explored applicant interview structure preferences. Methods. From March to June 2022, we developed and distributed a nine-question, website-based survey to collect information on applicant virtual interview schedule, demographics, and preference for future interview format. We calculated the theoretical emissions for all interviews requiring air travel and performed a content analysis of interview preference explanations. Results. We received responses from 258 first-year and 253 fourth-year medical students at 26 allopathic U.S. medical schools who interviewed virtually in 2020-2021 to 2021 and 2021-2022 to 2022, respectively. Residency applicants participating in the study were interviewed at a mean of 15.3 programs with a standard deviation of 5.4 and had mean theoretical emissions of 4.31 tons of CO2 equivalents. Medical school applicants participating in the study were interviewed at a mean of 6.9 programs and had mean theoretical emissions of 2.19 tons carbon dioxide equivalents. 90 percent of medical school applicants and 91 percent of residency applicants participating in the study expressed a preference for hybrid or virtual interviews going forward. Conclusion. In-person medical training interviews have significant greenhouse gas emissions. Virtual and hybrid alternatives have a high degree of acceptability among applicants. The body of the research article is as follows. Introduction. Climate change has devastating consequences for patients, health systems, and ecosystems. The transportation sector, which encompasses academic and business travel, is responsible for the largest proportion of greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. Globally, business travel is estimated to be responsible for 15 to 20% of air travel emissions. Redefining what comprises necessary travel is critical for mitigating further warming and safeguarding health, as healthcare providers are concerned for health is primary. As such, healthcare should be leading the way in decarbonization efforts that protect planetary health. Limited work to date has assessed the environmental impact of interview travel related to medical school and residency applications, and the role of travel in applicant decision-making. This impact is best understood in the United States and Canada, where interviewing more frequently requires air travel with greater geographic distances between locations. Though other countries' medical training application processes, including Australia, the United Kingdom, and Saudi Arabia, also include in-person interviews. Globally, the role that emissions intensive travel can play in academic medicine deserves reevaluation. At each transition in medical training, particularly in North America, in-person interview seasons have historically necessitated intensive travel to optimize chances of success in a competitive application pool. For the past two application cycles, COVID-19 safety concerns catalyzed the transition to virtual interviews for medical school, residency, and fellowship programs around the world. Advantages of virtual interviews include financial savings for applicants and programs, reduction in time away from clinical and educational responsibilities for applicants and staff, and reduced environmental and health impacts. Disadvantages include reduced opportunity for applicants to assess program location and culture, interview hoarding, where highly sought after candidates receive and retain far more interviews than is comfortably needed to be accepted to medical school or to match. The benefits of the virtual approach have precipitated evolving discussions among stakeholders about the possibility of a permanent switch to virtual interviews with surveys of applicants and program leadership in different specialties and stages of training helping to elucidate advantages and disadvantages a systematic review of 110 articles on virtual interviewing for residency and fellowship programs from the united states canada saudi arabia and australia found that applicant satisfaction with virtual interviews was generally high with mean satisfaction score of 8.6 out of 10 among applicants and 8.3 out of 10 among interviewers. Applicants reported high quality interactions with faculty, flexibility, minimal travel stress, and time and cost savings with virtual interviews. Though some medical education organizations have released guidance supporting the use of virtual interviews, the format of future interview cycles is still in flux. The costs and inefficiencies of in-person medical school, residency, and fellowship interviews, and their equity implications have been well characterized. However, Though the carbon footprint of over 75,000 annual medical school, residency, and fellowship applicants crisscrossing the country for interviews is presumably sizable, research quantifying interview-associated greenhouse gas emissions is limited. Studies estimating residency interview emissions are limited to single-institution surveys of graduating fourth-year medical students at Stanford Medical School and University of Michigan, or a single specialty. Outside of the United States, a study of the Canadian residency interview process Found that applicants burned, on average, 1.44 tons of CO2. We could not identify any studies estimating medical school and fellowship interview emissions. As a result, the environmental impact of in-person interviews has been underprioritized in decisions about the future of medical training interviews. To address this gap and ensure that environmental impact of interview travel can be included in the evolving medical education discourse, there is an urgent need for data on average carbon emissions associated with interviewing in person. In this study, we sought to estimate airplane related emissions of in-person medical school and residency interviews, as well as to explore learner priorities and preferences regarding future interview formats. These study aims were combined to directly pair data on the potential environmental drawbacks of in-person interviews with data that helps assess the acceptability of alternatives. Analysis was restricted to airplane travel because of the higher emissions intensity of airplane travel, as well as the difficulty of anticipating modes of transportation for lesser distances. This paper is the first multi-institutional, multi-specialty study of both medical school and residency interview-related admissions. These U.S. US data can inform evolving discussions in academic medicine about the costs and benefits of in-person medical training interviews, as well as academic travel in general. Part 2. Materials and Methods. Study Design. utilized both quantitative and qualitative methodologies to examine admissions estimates of in-person interviews, as well as learner priorities and preferences. Quantitative data were used to estimate emissions, and qualitative data were used to explore learner priorities in the interview process. We collected data during 2022 when interviews were conducted virtually and thus estimated emissions based on applicant virtual interview itineraries. This study was deemed exempt by the University of California San Francisco Institutional Review Board. Instrument. A nine-item survey was developed by the Interview Without Harm Working Group, a diverse coalition including a pre-medical student, medical students of diverse years, a resident, a medical education scientist, a faculty interviewer, a residency program director, and a Canadian family medicine resident who served as the lead researcher for an analogous study in Canada. The survey included multiple choice and short answer questions on the participants demographics, interview itinerary, and quantity, including the number of interviews that would not necessitate air travel, an interview structure preference, as well as an open-ended question asking respondents to explain their indicated interview structure preference. You can see supporting information attached to the article for the full survey. Their survey was hosted on a publicly accessible website, interviewwithoutharm.com, that collected interview travel information via an interactive map. The slogan of the website read, quote, working to make medical school, residency, and fellowship interviews more sustainable and equitable for people and planet, end quote. The website was adapted with permission from an analogous Canadian website, mycarmsfootprint.com, that collected travel information from Canadian Residency Matching Services, or CARMS, applicants. Prior to survey launch, investigators KH, VK, and EY, trained in cognitive interview techniques, including concurrent programming and think aloud interviewing, piloted the survey and conducted cognitive interviews with 10 first and fourth year medical students. The survey was modified according to feedback from the participants. Sample Our survey was targeted at first and fourth year medical students who had interviewed in the 2020 to 2021 virtual medical school and 2021 to 2022 virtual residency application cycles, respectively. At two time points between March 1st and June 1st, 2022, medical student representatives recruited through a student led organization, Medical Students for Sustainable Future or MS4SF sent a pre-written email including informed consent to their school-wide email listservs for first and fourth year medical students requesting participation in the anonymous website-based survey. Though MS4SF representatives distributed the survey recruitment email, there was no stated affiliation with MS4SF in the survey recruitment email, and all students in the medical school's class received the invitation to participate. We selected a geographically diverse sample of medical schools based upon the American Association of Medical Colleges, Group on Educational Affairs, regional sections. We also ensured that our sample of surveyed institutions was diverse in perceived competitiveness and primary care versus subspecialty focus in order to optimize representativeness of the overall application pool. Website visitors were permitted to use the admissions calculator regardless of research survey precipitation. Responses were recorded only if the corresponding survey questions were submitted. Procedure. Quantitative methods, emissions calculation and assumptions. Upon reaching the InterviewWithoutHarm.com website, participants were asked to input their home airport, followed by the airports to which they would have flown had interviews been in person. Participants were instructed to only include interviews that they would have most likely used air travel to reach. If participants had multiple interviews in the same city, they were asked to input each distinct city only once assuming that they would be able to batch all of their same-city interviews in one trip. This assumption may have underestimated true emissions. The calculator assumed that in between interviews, the applicant would return to their home city, assuming that it would be logistically challenging to cluster multiple interviews in different cities in one trip. This assumption may have overestimated true emissions. Additionally, non-airplane travel emissions, such as driving and public transportation, were not included in the emissions estimates it is assumed that they are minor compared with emissions from air travel. An interactive map was generated with the entered origin and destinations, an example of which is shown in Figure 1. To calculate the emissions associated with each theoretical flight itinerary, we calculated each flight leg's intercity geodesic distance using the publicly available Python GeoPy library. This may have underestimated actual flight emissions, as geodesic distance is the shortest possible distance between two points, while real flight paths likely detour for longer distances. This distance was then classified as short haul, medium haul, or long haul, and multiplied by the economy class International Conversion Factors, published by the UK Department for Business, Energy, and Industrial Strategy for Flight Emissions, a widely used source internationally. Short haul flights were less than 463 kilometers and had an emission multiplier of 0.24587 kilograms of CO2 equivalents per kilometer. Medium-haul flights were between 463 and 3700 kilometers, with an emission multiplier of 0.15102 kilograms of CO2 equivalents per kilometer. Long-haul flights were greater than 3,700 kilometers, with an emission multiplier of 0.14787 kilograms, CO2 equivalents per kilometer. Emissions factors vary by distance based on the percentage time spent in takeoff and landing. The product of the flight leg's distance and its relevant emission factor yielded a per leg emissions estimate. Each applicant's theoretical total emissions were calculated by summing the emissions for all flight legs. This total was displayed in a graphic that compared interview emissions to average annual U.S. per capita emissions. A sub of interview itineraries was randomly selected for validation prior to survey launch and entered into online flight calculators Google Flights, My Climate, and Carbon Footprint Calculator to validate that emissions and distance estimates were in the same order of magnitude. We yeah. also examined emissions calculation methodologies for each calculator to understand differences. We calculated the average emissions per interview by dividing an applicant's total emissions by their total interviews. We calculated average emissions per interview requiring air travel by dividing an applicant's total emissions by the number of interviews that would have required air travel to reach – total interviews minus interviews reached by a form of transport other than air travel, as inputted by each participant. In developing this methodology, we obtained guidance from several local and global subject matter experts, including authors of other studies that estimated travel emissions. Adjustment of emissions calculations to account for possible layovers. The emissions calculation described above assumes that all flights were direct, likely an underestimate of true emissions. Layovers heighten emissions for a flight path by increasing both flight path distance and the percentage of time spent in takeoff and landing, the most emissions-intensive periods of the flight. To account for the added emissions of an indirect flight path inclusive of layovers in the emissions calculation. Respondent itineraries were de-aggregated to generate a set of 1857 origin-destination pairs. A 5% or 92 flight sample of this set was randomly selected for further analysis. Origin and destination airport codes were entered into Google Flights using a date range two months in advance of the search. This was to account for the time between when interviewees received invitations and their travel dates, assuming that flight costs would be more expensive closer to the date of travel. The lowest flight cost was used to select a round-trip itinerary, assuming that most interviewees would opt for the cheapest available flight. The emissions calculations described above were then repeated for those more realistic itineraries inclusive of layovers and compared with the original direct-only itineraries. Statistical analysis. We analyzed survey responses and emission values using descriptive statistics. The association of emissions with region and specialty was analyzed via one-way ANOVA tests. Analyses were performed in R version 4.2.1 and Microsoft Excel. Qualitative methods. Our survey contained one open-ended question that asked participants to explain the reasons underlying their indicated future interview format preference, virtual, in-person, or hybrid, defined as virtual interviews with in-person Second Look Weekend, from the previous question. Other studies that have captured the preference for hybrid interviews have defined hybrid interviews as an initial virtual interview, followed by a selective in-person interview. Here, we defined hybrid as a virtual interview with an optional in-person second look. Responses to this question were analyzed with a conventional content analysis. Four investigators, KH, VK, LH, and AT, reviewed 60 responses to develop a code book, individually generating preliminary codes, and then meeting to discuss and refine the codebook. Each coding team member then used the draft codebook to code a random selection of 15 responses, meeting again to reconcile differences and increase the clarity of the codebook. In the final step, all responses were coded by two coders, KH and BK. Differences in coding were reconciled through discussion. Responses were coded using deduced version 9.0.54. We then used deduce to ascertain the frequency of each of the codes. Results Part 1, Response Demographics. Out of 3,897 first-year medical students and 3,590 fourth-year medical students at 26 medical schools who were sent the survey, 258 first-year medical students and 253 fourth-year medical students responded, yielding a response rate of 6.6% for medical school applicants 7% 7% for residency applicants, and 6.8% overall. The respondents represented medical schools across all four AAMC regions. Descriptive statistics and emissions estimates. Medical school applicants participating in the study were interviewed at a mean of 6.9 programs with a standard deviation of 4.9. For our assumptions, applicants would have taken 4.4 round-trip flights with a standard deviation of 2.9 to reach those programs, had interviews been in person, yielding mean emissions of 2.19 tons of CO2 equivalents with a standard deviation of 2.1 per interview cycle. Interviews requiring air travel emitted an average of 0.50 tons of CO2 equivalents per interview. Taking into account interviews that did not require air travel, total interviews emitted an average of 0.34 tons of CO2 equivalents per interview per applicant. Residency applicants participating in the study were interviewed at a mean of 15.3 programs with a standard deviation of 5.4. If interviews had been in person, they would have taken approximately 6.5 round-trip flights with a standard deviation of 3.9 to reach those programs, yielding mean emissions of 4.31 tons of CO2 equivalents with a standard deviation of 3.57 per interview cycle. Interviews requiring air travel emitted an average of 0.67 tons of CO2 equivalents per interview. Taking into account interviews that did not require air travel, total interviews emitted an average of 0.29 tons of CO2 equivalents. Median number of medical school interviews and mean number of residency interviews in our study population were slightly higher than median and mean interview quantities indicated in published AAMC and ERAS data, 5.5 versus 3 median medical school interviews and 15.3 versus 11.4 mean interviews for residency. The Flight Itinerary Validation Analysis predicted that if costs were the major principal guiding flight purchasing patterns, 60% of interview flights would have included layovers in at least one direction. Factoring in the increased emissions of flights with layovers, the per-interview and per-applicant emissions estimates would increase by 22%, going from 2.19 tons of CO2 equivalents to 2.67 tons per medical school applicant, and 4.31 to 5.26 tons per residency applicant. For both medical school and residency interviews, per-applicant interview emissions were significantly higher for applicants from the Western group with a p-value of less than .001. This finding persisted even after removing applicants from Hawaii. Consistent with Donahue et al., per-applicant residency interview emissions did not vary significantly based on specialty with a one-way ANOVA p-value of 0.22. Specialty-specific emission results are summarized in Figure 2. And you can see supporting information for more specialties stratified data. Interview format preferences. One hundred seventy-eight or sixty nine percent of medical school applicants and one hundred and fifty three or sixty percent of residency applicants participating in the study expressed a preference for hybrid interviews, defined as a virtual interview followed by an optional in-person second look. 55 or 21 percent of medical school applicants and 77 or 31 percent of residency applicants participating in the study preferred fully virtual interviews and a minority, um, 11, 4 percent and 12, 5 percent respectively, preferred fully in-person interviews. The remainder selected unsure. There was no association between interview format preferences and region, residency specialty or total emissions in the associated open-ended question prompting respondents to explain their preference, many respondents commented on the advantages of virtual interviews such as financial cost, environmental impact, convenience, and equity. Table one displays the reason offered, frequency among applicants, and an example quote listed in descending order of frequency. I'll read out the reason, frequency, and sample quotes listed in table one. Reason one. Financial cost, listed by 52.6% of applicants.
1: There is a significant cost associated with in-person interviews, both economic and environmental. As a student of lower SES, virtual interviews took away a significant barrier to applying to medical schools.
0: By a medical school applicant. Reason two, environmental impact, listed by 26.1% of applicants.
1: Climate change is real and undeniable. If medical professionals are to take health harms of climate change seriously, we have to be willing to act.
0: Medical school applicant. Reason three, convenience and accessibility. Listed by 16.7% of applicants.
1: I have a baby, so not having to travel saved me a lot of money on childcare and need to transport breast milk.
0: Residency applicant, telemedicine. Medicine. Reason 4. Equity. Listed by 13.4% of applicants.
1: Virtual interviews equal the playing field for people who are not as financially stable as others. It allows folks to apply to as many programs as they see fit, and nobody will have to turn down an interview because it is too expensive to get to. Medical
0: School Applicant. Reason 5. Stress. Listed by 10.1% of applicants.
1: I felt less anxious interviewing in a space that I was familiar with, instead of worrying about traffic, hotel rooms, or finding directions and being late.
0: Medical school applicant. Reason six, scheduling. Listed by 5.2% of applicants.
1: More accessible in terms of money and scheduling, especially with interview slots being grabbed an hour after they open, having to plan interviews with travel in mind would be a nightmare,
0: Residency applicant, internal medicine. And lastly, opportunity cost, listed by 4.2% of applicants. Quote one.
1: Made it possible for me to continue engaging in research at my home institution. I was less exhausted. I had more time with family.
0: Residency applicant in neurology. Quote two.
1: Still able to do clerkships while interviewing because I didn't have to take multiple days off for one interview
0: residency applicant internal medicine. Although responses among medical school applicants participating in the study were overall very similar to residency applicants, there were some cohort specific themes. Many medical school applicants preferred to hold off on visiting in person until they had received an acceptance in order to more efficiently use limited time, environmental, and financial resources. For example, one medical school applicant raised
1: I think there's value to getting a sense of a place in person, but I think that it's ridiculous to ask students to spend so much time, money, and energy traveling when they have not even been accepted. I think having an in-person Second Look would help students decide among programs that they have already been accepted to.
0: Residency applicants more often mention fears about interview hoarding and implicit pressure to attend Second Looks to demonstrate interest before program list submission. Respondents proposed interview caps and rankless submission uncoupling as possible solutions, as has been raised elsewhere in the literature. For example, one residency applicant mentioned,
1: I think virtual interviews are more practical only if there are interview limits on how many one individual can do, perhaps 15 to 20 max.
0: Discussion slash conclusion. This is the first multi-institution study to estimate emissions of in-person residency interviews and the first study to estimate emissions of in-person medical school interviews. We find that flights associated with in-person medical school and residency interviews have significant carbon emissions. Furthermore, the in-person interview structure leading to these flights is not preferred by applicants participating with study for a variety of reasons. The majority of residency and medical school applicants participating with study preferred hybrid interviews citing reduction in financial barriers, environmental impact, stress, and time with preserved opportunity to de- determine institutional fit prior to submitting rank lists or committing to a medical school. Although many studies have assessed residency and fellowship application preferences on interview format, none to our knowledge have explicitly asked applicants to select a preference among virtual, in-person or hybrid interview options with hybrid defined as a virtual interview with an optional in-person second look. Our study adds this to the existing literature. Our findings also confirm existing evidence regarding satisfaction with the virtual interview process. Moreover, although other studies have explored residency application preferences, To our knowledge, this is the first study to explore medical school applicant preferences. Understanding applicant preferences is critical in evolving decision-making about the future of medical training interviews. To help frame our findings, the 2.19 tons of interview-associated carbon emissions produced by the average medical school applicant participating in the study, and the 4.31 tons produced by the average residency applicant amount to 16% and 31%, respectively, of the average American's annual emissions, and 47% and 94% respectively, of global annual per capita emissions. In comparison, studies of Canadian residency applicants and residency applicants from the University of Michigan estimated average emissions to be 1.44 tons of carbon dioxide equivalents and 3.07 tons of carbon dioxide equivalents respectively. Notably, in the Canadian study, residency applicants only took an average of 6.2 single leg flights, about half of the flights estimated by our US study. Based on the values estimated in our study, the per-applicant emissions mitigated by converting to virtual residency interviews would be equivalent to living car-free for 1.8 years or eating a meatless diet for 5.3 years. See Figure 3 for more comparisons. If we extend the results of this study to all medical school, encompassing 62,443, and residency, encompassing 23,614 applicants across the U.S., our travel associated with in-person interviews may produce almost 240,000 tons of carbon dioxide equivalents annually, equivalent to the emissions of over 50,000 gasoline-powered cars being driven for one year. Per the social cost of carbon and mortality cost of carbon calculators, those annual emissions may be associated with over $12 million in damages and over 50 deaths. Although reducing an individual's carbon footprint is important, systems change through policy and cultural shifts is even more critical for actualizing a dress transition to a low-carbon economy. Permanently redesigning the environmentally and financially costly in-person interview format would be one-set structural change and is feasible given the standards set by the last three virtual application cycles. Potential anticipated barriers include that with the end of the pandemic health emergency, some programs will go back to in-person interviews, whereas some may elect to remain virtual. If this is perceived to advantage specific programs or applicants, The landscape may revert to in-person interviews if that is felt to improve recruitment of top applicants. Some programs are exploring optional in-person second looks after the virtual interview process as a way for a smaller number of applicants who may need to visit in person to have the option to do so. These hybrid interviews would mitigate the majority of emissions, cost, and time while allowing applicants the opportunity to explore program campus, people, and surrounding area in person to finalize decision making. In addition to the reasons listed by respondents, virtual and hybrid interviews may protect students and providers from illness during peak winter viral season and lead to financial savings for institutions that can be used for recruitment innovations, for example, virtual open houses and optional second looks. Interestingly, the interview preference distribution and themes observed among medical school applicants were very similar to those of residency applicants, suggesting that there is value in stakeholder collaboration across the historically siloed application processes. We recommend that ERAS and the AAMC leverage their national databases to calculate more comprehensive interview emissions estimates and include virtual interviews with an in-person Second Look Weekend as an option in national application surveys. Several limitations of the study should be noted. Firstly, our response rate of 6.8% is relatively low. However, we strove to optimize the representativeness of our sample in terms of geographic specialty and medical school diversity, and we do not expect there to be significant difference in emissions between survey responders and non-responders. Though the average quantity of interviews per applicant captured in our study is slightly higher than national averages, this should not affect peer interview estimates. Although prior single-institution interview carbon footprint studies have yielded higher response rate, the diversity and size of our samples is a strength, including our ability to conduct specialty-specific analyses. In addition, participants completed their interviews virtually, and therefore, all emissions estimates are theoretical. It is possible that the average carbon footprint of respondents would have been different if an in-person interview cycle had been queried, though we purposefully made assumptions on both sides to balance possible errors. If interviewees had combined multiple interviews in the same geographic region into one trip, Rather than multiple round trips, emissions here could be overestimated. Alternatively, if an actual itinerary required multiple layovers or did not allow for clustering of interviews in the same city during the same trip, emissions here could be underestimated. International residency applicants were not included in this study as we surveyed U.S. medical students. Although this did not affect the estimates for per capita emissions for U.S. seniors, it does result in the underestimation of total emissions associated with the interview process the InterviewWithoutHarm.com tool only allows for the use of U.S. destinations, limiting any estimates of domestic travel. Notably, although virtual interviews may have altered the way that interviews were distributed among applicants, the overall number of interview slots offered by each program has remained relatively constant. Therefore, skewed interview distribution during the virtual era should not have significantly affected our emissions estimates. In addition, our applicant preference data may have been biased by the website's description of the carbon footprint of in-person interviews. This bias may be responsible for the observed higher frequency of applicants indicating a preference for virtual or hybrid interviews compared with similar survey studies. For example, a survey of 2020 to 2021 U.S. radiology applicants found that about 25% of applicants expressed preference for a return to in-person interviews. However, given that interviewer itineraries are immutable, we do not expect that this priming biased the emissions results. Finally, given that emissions from air travel dwarf those of other forms of transportation, for example, car, train, and bus, and considering that it would be difficult for respondents who interviewed virtually to anticipate their exact mode of transportation, we chose to exclude non-airplane emissions from this study. However, other forms of transportation, especially cars, may factor heavily into the carbon footprint of an applicant's interview season a University of Michigan study of residency interviews, estimated that 23% of a student's carbon footprint was attributed to car trips. This may change with build-out of infrastructure for electric vehicles and electric high-speed rail. Overall, despite virtual interview itineraries being an imperfect proxy for in-person interview itineraries and the other limitations noted, we believe these findings can be a starting point for discussions around the carbon emissions of medical training interviews. Future research in this field could include international medical graduates applying for U.S. residencies, as these applicants may have greater per capita emissions than their U.S. counterparts. Additionally, although there is research on interview-related emissions in the United States and Canada, this question has not been explored in other countries to our knowledge. Although the study focused on medical school and residency interviews, we hope that future studies will explore the environmental impact of in-person fellowship interviews. Conclusion. In spite of the significant health harms of climate change, healthcare systems and medical education institutions contribute significantly to greenhouse gas emissions. The COVID-19 pandemic has created the opportunity to reimagine in-person interviews for medical school and residency, which are responsible for significant carbon dioxide emissions each year. A permanent shift of virtual or hybrid interviews would mitigate the majority of these missions and is favored by applicants for cost, equity, efficiency, and environmental reasons. Thank you.